Hello everybody, welcome to this week's podcast. Hope you're doing great and most of all, hope your golf is doing okay at the moment as well. Now today's podcast is timely. It's uh, We're approaching the autumn winter, it's getting cool. A lot of golf is, let's say, on the decline because of the weather in a few different places in different countries. And one of the biggest questions that we get asked all the time is what are the things that I should be doing right now to start to to work at my game in the off-season and what, what can I do indoors? Well, we've teamed up with Lisbeth Powell, who's a golf performance coach, movement specialist, to create a plan that's going to just do that. It's going to really help you work on your body throughout the winter and get you feeling great on and off the golf course. And this is something for me personally, I've been doing yoga now for about three years and I really wish I'd done it years ago. The benefits that I can see on and off the golf course has been amazing. So we wanted to collaborate and bring together a plan that you guys can do um, that will really have maximum impacts on your game with minimal effort. And that's what we're talking about today, really the benefits of how yoga can be really useful for your golf swing and also for the mind and breaking down some of the misconceptions you might have and really sharing how simple some of the routines can be um, and how beneficial it can really be on your on your golf swing. So I really hope you enjoy this one, guys. It's a bit of an insight into something which I believe a lot of golfers should be paying attention to, to really improve their game. So please welcome to the show, Lisbeth Powell. Lisbeth, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes, it's great to have you back on the podcast, actually, because this is your second appearance, which is... Uh, which is good. Not many people have been on twice. So um, I would say you're lucky or unlucky. I'm not sure, but uh, we'll decide that at the end. Um, uh, well, it's an honor. <laughs> and I think, look, I think it's a great time to, to sort of bring you back on. The season's sort of coming to an end now and the winter. I'm looking at my office uh, window here and all the leaves are almost off the trees here. And we start getting a lot of questions now about, well, what are the things that I can be doing over the winter to, to sort of keep my game in check and what are the, the fitness things that I can be doing and, and we got you on because we've recently collaborated on a, a coaching plan let's say a fitness plan full body freedom that's available on our website but I think it's a great opportunity to really talk more about the a little bit more about yoga and the benefits of yoga for golfers let's just kick this off with a question really for you why do you think that more women do yoga than men? Because most people and golfers included, <laughs> they, um, they focus on training the parts or the elements that already go pretty well or that they're good at. You know, so women are pretty good at flexibility in general. Uh, men in general are, you know, better at strength and they love the strength training. So you end up finding the men in the weights room and women doing yoga. Um, I'd love to see that be reversed <laughs> and actually take more charge of what, um, what the body needs because you know, it's good to just practice what you're good at, but the body also needs uh, more variety and um, needs training to um, to not compromise or compensate too much on too much strength or too much flexibility. Um, so yeah, in general, 
women uh, practicing yoga is amazing, but um, I'd love to add that a little bit more stability, a little bit more strength. And then for men, uh, getting that strength, getting that stability uh, and optimizing that through adding some mobility, range of motions. It's, it's yeah. amazing just, just thinking about that. And I think it's a great, it's a great example actually because it relates to golf as well, doesn't it? Golfers go down the driving range and they practice what they like to practice and what they're good at instead of actually they know that they're really dodgy when, when it comes to 20 yards off the green. So they just avoid doing that because it's not that pleasurable and, and they want to do more of the, of the things that they actually enjoy really. So it's, I think, it's, um, yeah, I think it's, a, it's a good way to explain that. I did think of one other really important thing, but I've completely forgotten what I was going to say on that one. It might come back to me. Um, I, I remember, I must say, I remember and this is something you'll, you'll know about as well, Elizabeth, that probably one of the first times that we saw Greg Rose from TPI, he said exactly the same thing. He was saying that, you know, all of the men should be in the yoga class and all the women should be in the gym. Because, you know, as you say, it's all, we're, we're feeding what we enjoy, aren't we? Not so much what we need. Absolutely. Andy, have you got time to remember that? <laughs> what, you've, what you've forgotten? I've I, I, I got it and then it's <laughs> completely gone. I'm, 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 it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Brilliant. Well, it's also a little bit, I think, uh, ingrained in culture, right? And um, it, I do see that there's, I mean, there's a little bit of a bigger step to take as, uh, as a man to go to a yoga class because it's already full of women. So I, yeah, I completely understand as well that it's a little bit more challenging in that way um, to begin the part of training that you don't enjoy and then that it's uh an environment that's also maybe a little bit um yeah confronting yeah definitely and look you, you coach obviously some you know recreational golfers but you also to, uh, coach top level golfers um how many of your golfers are doing this type of training working on this yoga you know flexibility mobility how, how many of them are doing that Everyone, everyone, all of them. Yes, all of them. It's a prerequisite. You know, if you want to um, uh, play the game for a long time and, you know, enjoy it and improve and get better at your game and do uh, do really good at the weekend tournament and beat your buddies, then it's it's yeah, it's so important to get that mobility and improve. Um, your body through the yoga methods. And if you're playing at a higher level, then the the golf yoga is your baseline and is important for you to recover from all of the traveling as well as um, a lot of tournaments um, and, and yeah, all the mental uh, and physical demands that are asked from you during the season so yeah. yeah each every one of my my uh my golfers needs to uh, and does the the golf yoga so i think there's there's definitely some i think again part of the problem maybe with a lot of males who don't do some of the yoga maybe the misconceptions what what are those some of those misconceptions and really for the listeners to this who who may have those in their mind when they think about yoga they might think it's just sitting there just like humming or whatever it might be <laughs> What can they expect to see? Let's say if they went to a yoga class or did the program Full Body Freedom, 
what would they expect to see? What would it look like? And what, what, what would they expect to see and feel in that class? Well, yeah, there's indeed the misconception that yoga is too, uh, too spiritual, but it's, it's not. And it's uh, especially um, not in our plan because, yeah, everything that we touch upon in the class, you need to have and you need to um, be aware of that because it will help you on the course. So it just creates more awareness of what we're doing. Um, and then adding into that as well, the misconception that you need to be flexible to be able to do it. <laughs> that, that was the thing that that was the thing that I forgot. I've just wrote it down here. The most common thing that I hear when people say about that, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga. <laughs> and it's like, you don't have to be flexible. The purpose of yoga is to get you flexible and to do that. So, but it's a common thing. It's like, oh no, it's too hot. I couldn't do those. I couldn't do the downward dog or I couldn't do that. And from what I, some of the things that I watch and see within yoga, it's less about what it looks like and more about what it feels like for you, the individual. It doesn't matter what you're capable of. You've just got to get going, haven't you, and sort of feel into it really. Yes, 100%. It's not about attaining that perfect, uh, you know, perfect pose or it's not about flexibility. Instead, it's more about balance, uh, stability, mobility, um, some muscle endurance, uh, muscle strength, uh, and body awareness. And flexibility actually is the end of uh, what it will also give you, but it's not a prerequisite. You will gain flexibility and you'll lose the, the tension in in the muscles or in the range of motion. Um, and yeah, through that, at the end of it, you'll gain some flexibility, but it's not the goal. It's not a prerequisite at all. And I mean, a good thing to know is that yoga was actually invented by men, <laughs> for men, um, about 5,000 years ago. So, but in, I mean, throughout the years, uh, it has been practiced more by women, but I mean, it's, it's, it's still for everyone. And yeah, it's not how far you can stretch. It's really about what you can learn, what you can gain or maybe lose. Like I said, lose some tension along the way. And I mean, of course, there's some discomfort that you might feel, but that's a good thing. It's, it's going out of your comfort zone to... Um, prepare the body for yeah the physical demands of the golf swing which is a one-sided explosive rotational power movement and so the body needs to be prepared in stability mobility balance and yeah you'll gain some flexibility along the way which is cool but yeah um you uh can already make so much gains and benefit uh from from the whole plan especially when you feel tight when your muscles are maybe a little bit sore or when you've not moved in such a way before that's that's why it's here you know it's interesting you say that it's that yoga obviously can be very important for golf but i know for a fact and i've been there and, and with this is myself with my own body that everything that you can do in yoga is actually a really good foundation for then training properly as well 
So if I'm going to my physio because I've got an injury, he's saying, well, you could do with being a little bit more flexible in this area here. And guess what? You probably won't get injured when you try to do that stupid thing at the gym. So it's, it's obviously a huge part of not only playing better golf, but training better as well. Absolutely, because, uh, I mean, it's ultimately a tool to um, improve all of these athletic components, like I talked about, mobility, stability, uh, balance, flexibility, but it also improves the breathing patterns a lot, which helps us in the end uh, decrease injuries um, and the body awareness of it, which will help you as well stay in tune of okay i've actually hit a, a limit of the movement that i can do now i need to stop or my body feels tired on a day out on the course now i need to make sure i take care of it and that helps when you have more um, body awareness the other cool thing is that when you practice yoga you can't do it from a place of ego of competition and uh you know for approval or display and that really checks you in with your own body and it's an element that many golfers uh from i mean depending even if you're uh just a recreational golfer or top level golfer you can always benefit from um sharpening that skill a little bit more of just playing for you like just doing the yoga for you not for a certain score that you need to hit because then in the end you uh the chances are that you'll get more tension you'll feel more stressed and then you'll turn less better uh create less uh rotation you know force the swing and then end up not hitting a really good ball and then the emotional roller coaster will go does that does that sound uh yeah, that <laughs> sounds very familiar <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah definitely so what you know when when we're talking about obviously i know obviously andy does a lot of yoga i have my own sort of stretching things and i do look my wife is she does a lot of yoga as well and she'll often say to me you know do yoga sessions which are quite can be quite comical because she's at a very different level to me but how, how often do we need to be looking at doing these kind of sessions in order to see improvements? Because I know for a fact, if I do one yoga session every month, I know I'm not going to get as good a gains as I, as I want out of it. So yeah, so how often do we need to, to train doing this? I'd say uh, beginning with two sessions a week. And those could be two similar sessions. So you could do the same session twice a week. Um, if you're not able to hit one, two sessions a week, then one session a week is just the minimum base that you want to hit to start um, getting and feeling uh, benefit, the benefits of it. If you're that's, more, yeah, that's good. That's good though, isn't it? That's that's not like every day. So you know, people listening to this now probably don't want to hear every day for two hours every day. So that's good. But sorry, carry on. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say if you are very ambitious and are already a little bit more practiced with or experienced with yoga, then a session every second day or every day is your way to go. And so, by all means, it's uh, in the plan. You can decide how many times a week that you practice. And even if you 
uh, had a couple of weeks um, that you weren't able to practice, you will benefit from picking it up where you've left. Mm. And yeah. you can always, there's all, I mean, the time to begin is always the best time now. Mm. You don't have to wait until well, I got to get, you know, more uh, conditioning in first or, oh, I got to get more free time first and then I'll start. It's actually, yeah, you you just got to begin and that's the best time. Hi everyone, Andy here. Just letting you know about something that we've created just for you. MeAndMyGolf.com is our membership platform that we believe is the best resource out there to improve your golf. And one of the questions that we get asked all the time is what's the difference between YouTube and the website? And the main difference being is that sometimes people can get lost in content on YouTube and not really having a clear structure or plan of where to go. So we wanted to create something that was was really going to help golfers. We've got over a thousand uh, coaching videos on there, but our main thing or main feature on there are the coaching plans. And we've seen some amazing results from these plans. And these are basically carefully designed plans on all areas of the game so you don't have to think or worry about what to do. We tell you exactly what to practice each week and whether you're looking to break a certain score, fix a slice, improve your putting or short game, we have a plan that will suit you. We're even staggered at some of the results that golfers are getting from these as well and we even have a private Facebook group where all of our members go and share experiences and support each other. Real nice place, positive place to be. And we'd love to see you over there and have the chance to help you with your game so make sure you head over to me and check out your free trial with no obligations to join check it out and see if you can find a plan and become a part of this amazing community and i think this is this is one of the reasons obviously we've done this plan as well Elizabeth, is just to make it really simple for people the great thing is now that getting access to a plan like this where they can just follow along this is the beauty of this is that you're really taking the the golfer through through the class so they can just turn on their phone, do it in their front room. They haven't got to drive anywhere. They can just go through with minimal um, inconvenience, minimal equipment, just there and then, really, which is, which is so, it's so, it's so much easier than having to get in your car, drive to a class, maybe even, again, takes out some of the intimidation to go. If you're a male, then they might not feel comfortable to go to a, a class that's full of, of, let's say, the majority of women there. So it breaks down some of the the entry barriers to actually just give people a chance to start and they can do it at their own pace, feel comfortable about doing it. So I think that's such a key part for it now. And so many others are doing that, aren't they, in terms of when I go to the gym now, I see people in the stretching area watching things on their phone. They're doing a plan from their phone, which is it's just the way things are moving along, aren't they? Yes. And you can even when you're doing it at home, um, you can even hit the pause button for a second if you just want to take some extra time uh, in the pose or feel like the stretch that we're doing. Um, yeah, your body needs a little bit more of that, which, which can always happen. And then you can just hit the pause button and then play uh, play hit again and then you're, you're back. Um, and you can do it anytime, anywhere. Uh, and yeah, I think also the, uh, the exercises and the stretches that you'll, um, go through in the plan will, you will remind, you'll be reminded of them when you're out on the course a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And even just 
being on the course and reminding yourself, oh, what did we practice during the plan? We practiced the posture where we, you know, pulled the shoulder blades back together, the shoulders a little bit down. So now I'm more uh, walking upright, more active posture when I'm out on the course. And even that enhances the breathing, then can help you improve the rotation, maybe decrease some tension or stress. And that's, that's doing yoga right then and there on the course. Um, and that's also what I hope for as well in the plan is taking that translation and bridging the, the gap between what we're doing on the yoga mat and how you can actually use it and apply it out on the course. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's always interesting when I, whenever I go through, let's say a class, I'll be in a certain position and you just go, okay, I, I really see how this is going to impact my golf swing, whether it's a, a twist or, a, you know, a different move. And you think, well, it's so easy to sort of relate that to the, to the golf course. But again, when you're on the golf course, it's so easy to relate it back to the yoga. And one thing that you mentioned as well, Lisbeth, which I didn't know until I started yoga was how important the breathing is. So when I first went to my first yoga class, I thought I'd be just focusing on the moves. And then it was very, it was very, you've got to pay attention to your breathing all throughout the class. Um, just talk a little bit about that and why it's so important, just so people are aware of the, the breathing side of yoga, because most aren't. Breathing uh, affects our whole athletic um, capability. And, you know, it's the breathing, the way that we breathe, it, it's interrelated to um the state of your body and your mind, uh, the state of your nervous system. And a lot of what happens in a nervous system determines how well, how accurate, maybe how focused you can be um, when you're out on the tee, when you're hitting that crucial pot. Um, and so when we start to focus on our breathing, um, we can begin to improve rotation through the thoracic uh, spine area, um, but we can also decrease the amount of breath that we take. And that will already start to um, alleviate tension, decrease stress, both in the body, in the muscles, but as well in the mind. And it will help us to stay focused, stay centered, maybe a little bit more, um, relaxed and enjoy and enjoyable you know um but yeah i mean you can hit uh, you can do as many yoga sessions as you like you can be strength training a lot you can be eating healthy healthy sleeping a lot but none of that really matters until you are breathing properly and until you start paying attention to how you breathe yeah it's such a key part that I didn't really know about, but <clears throat> as we know in golf, um, especially on the golf course, if you're more aware of your breathing, you can really change your, your, your physiology, your state and your mental side of the things, which is, again, it's just a, a key component really. But yeah, it was fascinating for me. I didn't know that was a part of it. So if anybody does take part in the plan that you've created, it's there'll be, you know, you're talking people through, you know, inhale, exhale. It's just a constant reminder of, of how to breathe really. Um, I think, let, let's go into the plan that we've created, you know, full body freedom. Let's talk a little bit about what, what they can expect from that and um, some of the, 
the focus is on maybe body parts and what areas of the, of the they can work on and then some of the time that you know how how quickly can it, or I suppose how long is each session in in the in the plan yes so we have uh, six sessions um all of these six sessions uh focus on a specific area in the body so they have a focus area like we have the lower back love uh, we have the shoulders, we have um, the restore and recover, which is full body, um, the balance, uh, the twists and turns and a strong core as well. And like, I don't know if I mentioned, these are 30 minutes long approximately. So they're easy to integrate into kind of if you have a busy lifestyle, um, they don't take up too much time. And um even though we have the focus area of the body, I feel like each session is still working the whole body. You know, it's, it's we have a focus point, but you still train and uh, target the whole body, which is also what is necessary when you want to play well and when, when you want to swing more powerful and um, more effortlessly. So, um, yeah, you also asked another question. What, what was that about? Um, it, was just, it was just really what can they expect in, in terms of moves? I think no, I think you covered both questions there, <laughs> the time as well. I mean, none of them are over 30 minutes, really. They're all really just around 30 minutes, which is easy. You don't have to drive to get in the car, which is great. And I think one of the questions that we get asked all the time now specifically is, oh, what should I be doing through the winter? What should I be focusing on through the winter to help my golf? Maybe if they can't get out and play golf. And one of the things that we're always, as coaches, and you'll know this as well, Lisbeth, is that a lot of people really struggle with being able to create the right pivot motion in their body, often because of limitations and the amount of golf lessons that, that we've given where somebody might be tight in the hips, they might be tight in the thoracic spine, maybe the shoulders, and they're asking what drills that they could do through the winter. And for me, it's like, well, look, invest 30 minutes twice a week in actually improving your body. And if you were to do that consistently, it's massively going to help your golf instead of just thinking maybe what the technical things that I can do. Not only are you going to really improve the range of motion that you can get, but you're also going to feel a lot better. So for me, it's like rather than just focusing on golf drills, this is a great way to keep you, um, I suppose, to get you through the winter and get you into a better place starting next season, really. I think it's, it's a crucial part. Yes, you'll start to move better. Um, you'll, you'll feel better through that as well. And through that, it will be easier for you to attain those technical changes that, which, that you're trying to make in your swing, for example. But it's not going to happen the other way around. <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah it starts with moving uh well and knowing how to do that so this is this is exactly what we're um what we're training in the plan um we're increasing the body awareness of okay which that that uh for example the hips how need how strong do the glutes need to be and uh how do we tilt the pelvis uh, which is a crucial element for a powerful swing and, and you know, hitting it far. Um, 
And then it will be easier for you to go out on the range or do that lesson and actually use what you've, yeah, what you've trained in the, uh, on the yoga mat. Yeah. And I think for the people listening to this, you know, if you're interested in starting yoga, you don't need to, you don't need to invest three or four hours a week on this. It's like, look, just do maybe start with one session at 30 minutes and just see how it is. And if you can do that, maybe increase it then to two, but just it's, it's what you do over the, you know, consistently now over a period of time through this, through these winter months, especially you've got an opportunity to really um, make some improvements in your body and therefore makes improvements in your, in your swing and your game really. So it's certainly worth uh, thinking about. So I'm excited. I'm actually going to start the plan. I said before we came on, I'm starting the plan tomorrow. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting that getting that started in the morning. So I'll give you, yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, sorry, Elizabeth, I think it's actually for anyone listening to this as well. I think there's definitely, you know, we, I know we, we spoke about it at the beginning and I'm kind of bringing it up again, but there's a lot of misconceptions about yoga. And I know that when I've done it, you know, you find some of it challenging, not just from a mobility point of view, from a stability and a strength point of view and a balance point of view. So I think there's a lot of golfers out there now who may have good strength, but if they could just actually become a little bit more mobile, a little bit more stability, a little bit better balance, they really are going to find they're going to unlock their potential even more. And I just, and I just think that anyone who isn't involved in doing any kind of rehab work or prehab work on their body, like that yoga does for you, I think they're missing out massively. And it should never be an ego thing. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and, and one question that, again, I would add on to this as well is just from people who are doing the plan, what, when, what time, is there an optimum time of day or does it depend on the person? Because I know people do ask that question often. Good question. Indeed, um, there's uh, actually no uh, set time that you need to be doing this. Uh, I only say, well, Try not to do it two hours after you've had a big meal, but other than that, you're you're good to do it whenever uh, you like. Um, obviously, there's um, like the session we have on the um, recover and rewind is a little bit, I would say, suitable for the evening because it helps you wind down. It helps you your body, your spine to decompress and really settles, uh, helps you to settle into that um, relaxing mode and vibe. And then there's the twists and turns, which is quite the opposite, which is highly energetic. We'll get your heart rate, uh, heart rate up. And, you know, we, we go from one move to the other um, quite in a, in a dynamic way. Mm. So that would be less less suitable maybe for the evening if you're not that kind of person who wants to be hyped up after after class so it's just really personal as well yeah. um it's, it's something i would do like the re recover at the end of the day and more of the energetic flow at the beginning of the day but yeah. that's just me and that that's something that um yeah is is can, anyone can start to discover what works well for them. There's no, yeah, certain way. Um, I would also add that when you practice, make sure that you have uh, enough space to move. 
um, you don't you don't need much a yoga mat, but just space to move. Where yeah, there's maybe not many people watching you, or where you feel safe and comfortable um, to just give it a go and just be with yourself and your body with the moves and uh, um, practice it in bare feet. That's something a common mistake I'm seeing is a lot of people practicing it in socks. Uh, but you really need to be in bare feet that just uh, enhances and uh, unlocks more of what we're doing um, to be more efficient. Yeah. And making sure that what you wear doesn't really matter. I mean, I get that question a lot, maybe as a woman, <laughs> but yeah, what you, what you wear doesn't matter as long as you can move uh, freely. Uh, yeah, maybe something that you can sweat in, but yeah, you can just wear something that makes you feel comfortable when you move. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the things, just listen to this as well, is that I'm just thinking about my own golf. And I think, look, golf, we can, we're very lucky that we can play this game for a long time until we're old. And I suppose the reason I'm doing yoga is, yes, I want to feel good now, but I'm also doing yoga for my 50-year-old self and my 60-year-old self. I'm doing that now. Because Back in time. It's a long time away, Pierce. Going yeah. back in time, you say. But <laughs> <laughs> you're closer than that to me. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, that, that's the purpose for me. It's like, I want to be, when I'm 60, when I'm 70, I still want to be able to move and en enjoy this great game and still hit great shots. I don't want to be getting out there. I don't want to be struggling to get the car and stiff and tight. I feel like that now sometimes, but I'm doing it because I want to continue my goal for a long, long time. So the things that we do now are going to help us later on down the line. So maybe just something for the listeners to, to think about. If they want to prolong their golf and play better for a longer period of time and enjoy it more, then start thinking about what you're doing now. Over, over. I wish I'd have done it like 10 years ago. I've only been doing it the last two and, two and a half, three years, but I really wish I'd have started more um, Yeah, a long time ago. But Yes. Yeah, that's a beautiful motivation. And uh, I would like to, to say, like you shared a little bit earlier, to start and to do it consistently. I think that's the key um, with, uh, with, the, with the yoga plan that we have. Just start and then do it consistently. Um, taking your time through all of the sessions, but keep returning to it again and again even if you've done it already or completed it at the end you can return to it as many times and you will always improve something or something yeah that you haven't improved earlier because you just keep progressing yeah yeah i think it's yeah. uh, again you know you, you, you're kind of selling me on this as well Elizabeth. by the way but <laughs> you, you know what you, you've been you've been brilliant with your time in this podcast but again i think i need to thank you more for the fact that you've done this collaboration with us it was something that you wanted to do we've we've known you now for a few years and we love what you do but we can't thank you enough for the passion and the and the knowledge that you've put into this this plan this coaching plan full body freedom it really is it's, it's a great piece of work and I know we're, I know we're going to get plenty of people doing it and hopefully when people are listening to this they can get rid of some of those misconceptions around yoga and um, just but again so thank you so just quickly before we do head out where can people follow you on social because you're quite active and you do some really good stuff on there but where can they follow you on social thank you by the way for before <laughs> uh and I 
I just want to mention that I'm very grateful for uh, being able to raise the awareness of the incredible benefits yoga can have for every golfer. Um, and it's also a team effort. So thank you guys. Um, where you can follow me, uh, lp.golf.performance over on Instagram. Um, that's where I'm most, most, uh, most active and all of the other socials, um, you can just type in LP golf performance as well, or my website, lpgolfperformance.nl. But, uh, yeah, I'm on Insta and, uh, sharing a little bit more of all of the ins and outs of what it can do. And, um, I'm usually also highlighting a lot of the journey some of my clients go through so that will also make you hopefully someone who reads it feel like they're not alone and uh everyone is on the same is on, on the journey yeah yeah definitely worth recommend i recommend uh, checking out elizabeth's uh, social accounts there for sure and we'll we'll put all the information that we need to about the plan in the show notes so make sure you check that out make sure you go and have a look because we want you to move better play better and feel better that sounds far too good for me. And Andy has said that. So it must have been from you, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait for everyone to experience the full body freedom. Awesome. Awesome. Elizabeth, thanks so much for your time. We'll see you soon. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks Elizabeth. Guys. Thank Cheers. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you found some great value in it. And if you did, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Also, let us know your feedback by leaving us a rating or review over on iTunes. And remember, if you want to go deeper and really improve your game, head over to meandmygolf.com and start your free trial and check out one of the many plans that are seeing incredible results. Thanks again for listening, and we look forward to speaking to you next week.